Hey, this is Dr. Bill Griffin, the Vice President for Dental Ministries with the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. Today's Dental Sound Bites podcast was originally recorded near the end of 2019. You might remember this as being shortly before the COVID pandemic began its destructive course around the world. Now, by God's grace, it seems that most of the harmful effects are behind us. Though we've all been stressed out at times and and there is still more than enough anxiety to go around. For this reason, we've decided to once more release a valuable resource to you, our members. My interview with Dr. Steve Sartori on the topic of recognizing and dealing with stress. Dr. Sartori is a certified physician coach who helps doctors and other healthcare professionals align with God, optimize well-being, and maximize influence. A graduate of the Medical College of Wisconsin, he's been CEO of a private group practice, chief of staff at two hospitals, faculty member for a family medicine residency program, and chief medical officer for a faith-based community health center. He has served CMDA as a board member and treasurer, and he's participated in mission trips to several countries. Steve is married with two adult children and two grandsons, and he enjoys traveling and sports. If you heard this when originally released a few years ago, my guess is that hearing it again will be a real blessing. So enjoy today's podcast with my very wise friend, Dr. Steve Sartori. So, Steve, I'm glad to have the opportunity to talk with you today. Well, thanks for the invitation. I look forward to uh, chatting. Now, I'm not sure exactly how familiar you are with dental challenges. Of course, you're a physician and you know some of the general challenges of being involved in healthcare. But in dentistry, a number of things come to mind. One is that most of our patients would rather be somewhere else. Uh, secondly, very, very small, minute details can mean the difference between success and failure. And and between the interpersonal challenges and the technical challenges, there is a certain amount of stress that is inherent in dentistry. And yet, I'd love for you to help us to better understand how we might recognize when normal stress has crossed that border into what might be called distress. Well, if that could be different for different people, of course, and we know that in medicine and dentistry, you're right. It's difficult, it's hard, it's challenging, and it's stressful. And if you look at the stress performance curve, we know that some stress is good. And when stress gets more than the bearer can bear, it becomes distressful. Mm -hmm. Each person has different capacity. That means that a certain amount of stress does not produce the same result in each repository human being. So we have different capacities, but there are some certainly signs or symptoms that would tell us or tell others that we have sort of gone over the peak performance and are on the distress side of stress. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you'd like me to elaborate on some of those now or not. Yes, please. That would be great. All right. Well, first of all, you know, we're whole beings. So anything that impacts us, impacts us in a multitude of ways. So things can show up on a lot of different fronts. So for instance, uh, we may begin to experience somatic symptoms when we're overstressed or stressed. People have various ways of manifesting somatically stress. For instance, maybe you have headaches, maybe you have GI problems, maybe you have fatigue, things like that. 
maybe difficulty sleeping. We have mental symptoms. We have things like uh, forgetfulness or the inability to focus and concentrate or maybe more difficulty making decisions and decisiveness and maybe not making as good of decisions. Those may be symptoms or signs that tell us that we're overstressed. Sometimes we have emotional symptoms. We're irritable. We're easily disturbed or angered or we have a depressed mood or we're impatient or we're speaking words more harshly than maybe is our custom. And, and oftentimes as whole beings and spiritual beings, we may have lost interest in transcendent kinds of things. Maybe if we're a religious person, we've lost our interest in prayer or meditation or reading scripture. We can recognize those ourselves or others can oftentimes see them in us even sometimes before we see them ourselves. Well, those are great points, and, and two things come to mind. One is that those things can be destructive for the individual, and secondly, it certainly makes them less able to provide excellent care for their patients. Yes, indeed. We know that uh, burnout or distress compromises patient safety, compromises outcomes and patient care, compromises relationships, and as you alluded to early on, the dental profession and the medical profession hinge on both relational competence and technical competence, yes. and both of those can be compromised. Good point. How do you see the Christian faith and the scriptures, their ability to minister to us in our efforts to combat stress? Religious faith uh, is, is a foundational component of resilience, so that when you study resilience, Multiple factors play into resilience, but two of the common denominators that repetitively come to light are religious faith and supportive relationships, communities. And people of faith have access to those in spades so that people of faith who have a close relationship with their creator, the author of life, with God, uh, have this to draw upon. It's an extra resource under times of distress. And they also have a supportive community that surrounds them with scripture, with, uh, with encouragement, with life-giving input into our lives. And scripture in our minds uh, can be very helpful under duress in moments of silence or a little space of grace during a day. Bringing a scripture to our mind can oftentimes calm our souls. In fact, one of the practices that some people use is a sense of almost breathing the scriptures, having memorized scripture, and then as we breathe, just bringing that scripture into its fullness in our mind. It can carry us through difficult moments and times of undue or distressful stress. Yes, and I know a number of studies have been done that show how beneficial it is for patients undergoing particular treatment or suffering from particular disease to have that strong spiritual support network. Yes, it really does make a difference. You're right. Uh, prayer makes a difference, a spiritual support community, religious faith, people's health is better. You know, cheerful heart is good medicine. Scriptures ring true that when we are in a positive state of mind, a positive state of faith, uh, we do better. We do better all, of, all around. Now, Steve, in addition to perhaps responding to acute times of stress in our lives, which can be brought on by various circumstances, do you have any recommendations regarding practical, regular steps or regular components we can have in our lives to preemptively combat the effects of stress? You know, the, the stronger we are and the uh, 
the more resilient we are, the better prepared we are to hold up when difficult times come. Mm -hmm. We all can face a time of overwhelming stress when we really don't know how to respond. We really just cry out to God and we sort of wait and, and we don't have enough resources to manage. But God says he's going to show up even in the midst of those. Yes. Now, preemptively, you know, the chronic stressors that actually oftentimes are more difficult to deal with, just this chronic, daily, everyday, in and out stress, how to prepare for that means to cultivate the very things that build resilience and to change the things that we can change. We have to understand that we do have a God gifted ability to make choices, that we have uh, the ability to make changes that can impact our life and can impact the lives of others. So when we see things that need to change, that we want to change, there are steps we can take to help those changes accrue so that we lower the stress and therefore are able to endure and persevere and thrive with less stress. On the other hand, if that stress cannot be changed, some things are changeable, some things are not, then we have to make adaptive changes, not changes to our environment or our circumstances, but changes to ourselves. And that means in a sense of preventive care, how is it that we really do take care of ourselves, that taking care of ourselves is the right thing to do? You know, the great commandment, love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Loving ourselves means taking care of ourselves. It means simple things, getting enough sleep. It means having good relationships. It means exercise. It means eating well. It means prayer. It means scripture. It means building our spiritual life. It means building our spiritual communities, developing relationships, because once again, the foundation of resilience is religious faith and community or relationships. So as we invest in those things, our religious faith and our spiritual formation, coupled with our religious life and our community of faith and our religious connections, those things all prepare us to battle stress as it shows up in our lives on a daily basis. Very helpful. And it strikes me that those relationships that we form can not only help us become strong prior to specific instances of stress, but also those with whom we have relationships can help us identify when we're being overstressed, when we might not see those same things in our own lives. Yes, they are the ones that can, especially those who are closest to us, are the ones that can look at us and say, you know, Griff, uh, you seem a little bit distressed today. What's going on? Or I noticed this. That's not usual from you. What's going on here? Or how can I help? you seem a little stressed, or a variety of things that we can just observationally comment to a colleague or a friend, at least giving an invite to accept a conversation around that. We need to do that with our colleagues. We need to do that for one another. That's a very important thing. And so not only do others help us notice it, and not only do others help us sort of be prepared for when it comes, but when it does overwhelm us, when we are up to our ears in stress and we're not coping well, it's that same very community that comes to be with us, that comes to encourage us, that comes to minister to us in our time of need. We know that for doctors with burnout, one of the main things to support their recovery from burnout is a supportive collegial community. And it's also very preventive. So getting doctors and dentists to connect one another with one another 
because so oftentimes we live in our little silos and we become isolated and we go about life in our own little merry way, but we're really not all that connected with other people. And that's a critical component. God has made us uh, for relationship. Very true. I think of Proverbs that says that uh, there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother, and that's such a great blessing. Well, let's switch gears just a little bit and um, consider the fact that one of a dentist's primary callings, if he's to be successful, is to enable his or her patients to be able to relax. So, Steve, do you have any suggestions on how we might make our patients' visits more comfortable and more relaxed when they come for treatment? Yeah, that's a good application for any uh, professional caregiver is how do you present yourself in such a way that helps others relax? Because as a patient, you're typically nervous or anxious. I go to the dentist. I don't look forward to it. You go to the doctor. You don't look forward to it. And so there is a sense of a little bit of anxiety that creeps into us when we go to that office. And I think how the professional and how all the staff that surrounds that professional present themselves to that patient in a calm, in a soothing way, in an inviting way, in a trusting way, our tone of voice, our conversation. Do we take time? Do we feel rushed? Do we sit down or do we stand with our hand on the door? How is it that we present ourselves? There's such a thing called emotional contagion. What that means is that our emotions tend to impact the emotions of those around us. So if we're anxious or stressed, then our patient is going to sense that. They're going to sense that we don't have time and it's going to make them more anxious yet. They want to know that their doctor or their dentist is there. And at that moment, the undivided attention is given to that particular person. There's a unique human connection that occurs in those moments of care, and it ought not be violated. So avoiding interruptions and paying attention and staying focused and listening well and being calm yourself, those are all incredibly key pieces of that patient interaction. Well, Steve, I'm very grateful for the wisdom that you shared with us today. Let me mention to our listening audience that if you like to tap into more of this type of wisdom that can help us to cope with challenging situations, contact CMDA, the Center for Wellbeing, and Steve and others stand ready to offer their counsel. So, Steve, thanks very much for a great conversation. Well, thanks, Griff. I appreciate the invite and God's richest blessings to you in the dental ministry. My only regret regarding my time with Steve is that it was way too short. He has much more to share with those interested in growing their wisdom as we seek to deal with life's challenges. If you'd like to speak with Steve or any of the other coaches at CMDA, check out our Center for Wellbeing, cmda.org slash wellbeing. Our group of professionally trained coaches is led by Pastor Burt Jones, and includes Dr. Ann Sen, Reverend Ken Jones, and GHO veteran, Ron Brown. Also, if you're looking for an inspirational and exciting book to read, check out a recent effort by Dr. Trish Burgess, CMDA's head of global health outreach. The book is called God Sightings, and it contains some of the many amazing experiences that she's enjoyed during her extensive mission trip career. It's a great read both for those who have been involved in mission trips 
and also for those just waiting for a good reason to head out on their first trip. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. And if you have any suggestions regarding possible future Dental Sound Bites guests, feel free to send them my way. You can email me at bill.griffin at cmda.org. Until next time, God bless. This podcast has been a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. CMDA is a nonpartisan organization that does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on this podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members and are not intended to imply endorsement of any political party or candidate.